All right, here we go. Hello, hello. Welcome to the very first episode of Just Outside the Artboard. My name is Andrew Griswold. I'm an art director and photographer based out of Indianapolis, talking photo, creative, and tech. With this podcast, I really want to share my experiences in a way that helps others grow and hopefully find their own path as a creator, essentially trying to give the overall picture, not just the highlights, and show context to both the wins and losses and truly give the full story of the creative process. And right off the bat, for the very first episode of Just Outside the Artboard, I want to talk about how I won the Shot on iPhone Challenge hosted by Apple earlier this year. All right, let's get into it. Now, if you are not familiar, Apple created a very successful campaign some years ago after the iPhone 6 launch in which they showcased unbelievable photos shot on the iPhone from around the world. Uh, They hired professional photographers and Instagrammers from everywhere to kind of show their capabilities with nothing more than the iPhone. These photos were then plastered worldwide on billboards, print ads, and in-store Um, A kind of a brilliant way to show off just how powerful their devices can be in the right hands. The simplicity of the iPhone and the fact Apple made a product that was so accessible to everybody shows anybody can create a beautiful image with the camera that is in their pocket these days. I've always loved and looked up to this campaign specifically because the obvious thing that something like this for me as a creator that started really shooting on the iPhone 4 um, so many years ago, it's it's an honor to have been selected as a winner. I still can't believe out of the countless entries around the world that I was selected as one of the 10 finalists and winners of the contest itself. So to start the story, I want to really talk about the controversy around this campaign and the contest itself. Uh, it began with quite a bit of press because of the negative backlash it had with the rules, the specific details and the rules itself. It turns out the contest had given Apple essentially free range to any images submitted to the contest. It said it would never pay the artists, it would never pay the photographers or anybody that created images and submitted them to the contest itself, which is insane to think that a company as large as Apple um, would not be paying the artists for their images to use in promotional material, billboards, print ads, in-store promotions, and so on and so on. So that got picked up incredibly fast on websites like Petapixel and F-Stoppers. Huge photography blogs and some national news outlets were talking about the small little snippet of detail inside the legal form or the contest form that said, you know, you are not going to get paid for this, you know, photo if you get selected. They're just going to, you submit the photos and we get to you do whatever we want with them. That changed almost the next day after the press went out about that. Apple changed the the verbiage on it and they said they would pay a rights usage fee to all of the winners that actually end up winning the contest. So good on Apple. Um, they probably should have had that in there from the beginning, but In the end, it's just a legal document they probably didn't have on the creative side that they knew exactly what was going to be in there. It is great that Apple saw that. They corrected it almost immediately, and um, the campaign got off to an incredible start, even though it had a little stutter there with the controversy at the beginning. So let's talk about the how and why I entered. I originally saw the contest through the controversy. That's how I originally saw it. Um, I saw it on F-Stoppers read into it, and I think I kind of looked through a few images um, that I had posted on Instagram already and just kind of thought, okay, what kind of images would 
highlight the best work or the best photos I've taken with my phone to me. That's an easy way to just kind of go back. And I mean, I've always loved this campaign, as I mentioned before. So kind of going into the, the details of like really wanting to enter it and like having the chance to have it highlighted on a billboard or like in those print magazines that I've always seen was incredibly enticing to me. I entered just, I essentially kind of just went back through all of my Instagram photos and kind of highlighted which ones I'd want to enter. And then the easiest way to actually enter was through Twitter. You could also go through Instagram. I think you could actually email them the photo with all the details, but I found Twitter to be the easiest and most you know simple way to get as many photos out there as possible. I just started tweeting out four images at a time because that's the limit that Twitter has. I used the hashtag, I tagged Apple or did whatever I needed to do based on the rules or the basic rules that were you know set forward. And then I just went kind of banana, I kind of sent, I think I, I sent two or three tweets out with two or three images or a, you know one or two images there and there. And what's funny is the winning photo I had already posted the week prior on Instagram before the, the contest even began. So I knew I wanted to enter that photo. So I just kind of went in and changed the caption of that photo with the hashtags I needed and tagging Apple. And that kind of was my first actual entry. And then I started doing the tweets, kind of went like crazy. I was like, I'm gonna just post a ton of photos because they had mentioned in the end of the email and just went on and on and on. So I'd find four photos and then tweet and then another four and then tweet. And I think I submitted maybe 40 or 50 photos in total through Twitter. Again, it was just the easiest way to submit one. I didn't want to send an email with rules and my name, my title, and making sure all the files were correct. And so I just kind of took screenshots of photos from Instagram or whatever, and I just posted them to Twitter. It was taken within the time frame of the rules, which I believe was a six month time frame. So out of the 40 or 50 photos I submitted, 21 of them were selected as, you know, a consideration. It'll down to the only official photo that was selected based on all the criteria was the one that actually won, which is kind of hilarious that I submitted all those photos. 21 of them were selected as, you know, a consideration and then only one got through and one eventually won. So I anxiously kind of waited until I think it was Monday morning. I didn't know that I had won the contest. Um, so they didn't really say when or what time they would actually release the winners or tell you who the winner was. So I was just kind of, you know, I went to work on Monday morning and continued on my day and didn't really think anything of it. Even though I was extremely excited, just being considered for that and knowing that my photos were in consideration. Some of the judges for the actual contest and like the finalists and how they were chosen were some of the greatest photographers I've looked up to over the last, you know, five years or seven years or whatever I've been shooting. I actually found out through a friend of mine. So I had gotten a text message, like a couple text messages in the morning and then a couple tweets, DMs later that morning saying, hey, you were on the Today Show with uh, Carson Daly announcing who the winners were and your photo was on there, your name was mentioned. And it was incredibly surreal. So I, I like immediately started Googling what like, to see if the the video or the footage was online yet. And I don't think it was another two or three hours later, I finally saw the footage of Carson Daly showing the photos online or on like on the Today Show or whatever it was. And he had run through uh, kind of all the photos. So he first said like, these are the finalists. And he showed a few photos that were not part of the winners. And then he showed some more and he said my name and showed my photo and some of the other winners. And so I was kind of confused. I was like, did I win? He didn't describe whether the winner was there or 
if because he mentioned some finalists and then he mentioned some of the winners and like he mixed them in so you weren't completely sure if you won or not and i don't think for another two or three hours apple actually emailed and said hey by the way you won or the you know and then the press release like immediately went out a few minutes later and i got the shocking surprise that i had won the the contest i had actually won the with the single photo that got submitted and pushed through the process and it's an unbelievable just surreal moment to look up to that content or that that campaign that shot on iphone campaign and to look up to this company for the number of years that i've looked up to it and to be recognized in that way was just it was unbelievable i was so excited to see my photo on there it was being shared on like so many websites that I've gone to and read and people were making comments and sending me messages and like that I've looked up to in the, in the industry for years. People I've learned from are sending me messages and saying, you know, congrats. Like that was an unbelievable photo. I cannot believe you got that with an iPhone. It's crazy to see. It's funny. The photo that actually won is one that I've done many times before. It's uh, my car window as a uh, on my commutes, if it rains or whatever, there's usually you see like the raindrops on the window on the outside. And sometimes the raindrops are just oblong shapes or they're perfect circles. And there's a little hack where you can get it to be perfect circles for future reference. But the photo was in the parking lot of my work at Well Done Marketing here in Indianapolis. It was through the window and it was of like some graffiti that was on the wall of the parking lot behind our office. And so I had parked kind of drove the car out and I was like, oh, that'd be kind of a cool photo. You can kind of see the shape and the uh, the kind of image of the actual graffiti in full shrunk down to each individual raindrop. The foreground, or like the foreground was kind of blurred out so you can kind of see roughly what the image was, but you couldn't quite tell. And so that was the photo. It was just this super bright, colorful red, blues, greens, yellows, like through the raindrop. So you can kind of see the whole picture in each raindrop, but at the same time, you can kind of look back at it and kind of see the whole graffiti piece from there. And it's a photo I've done a million times before. I've shared it for the last four or five years of just, I could get like a tree in the background or I could get a, a little house or a person or a hand or something to show up in that small little um, raindrop. And the funny thing is I had just washed my car and a little hack, if you ever go to like one of those quick car washes, pay the extra couple bucks for the wax because that's exactly how those raindrops become perfect circles. So if you ever want to emulate or try to do the shot again, you can do the same thing by just simply waxing your car, doing the same thing to the window, spray it with some water, and then the droplets look perfectly circles. And then you can go out and kind of experiment with the shot yourself. That's kind of how I did it. That's the photo that got it. And it's... It's interesting because people talk about, wow, you won. Like, did you get, you know, tons of followers on social media? Did you get tons of money or freelance projects from this, you know, exposure? Or did you get all this praise? And I got some. I got a lot of messages. I loved that. I got a lot of people sending me, you know, emails saying congrats or messages. I got a handful of followers through social media where I originally posted the the photo. Um, But at the same time, like, I'm not making, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars from just freelance from that one single contest win. It's not like it changed my life overnight. It's kind of a progressive thing. It's It was a great thing to win and I'm incredibly grateful, but people have to realize like it's, it's like partially luck experience and just being in the right place at the right time and knowing how to navigate that when it does happen. 
being able to kind of leverage it in a way that helps you kind of grow your brand and kind of make sure people, you know, recognize you and respect what you're doing. And um, so there are highs and lows to it. I think the reality is these types of things don't instantly make you, quote, famous. It still makes it open to future opportunities. It may come this way or that way, but it's a continued push to want more for yourself and to kind of drive yourself in a direction that you want to go. And I think that's it. I really wanted to kind of get the first podcast out of the way. I wanted it to be a story that other people can kind of learn from and kind of see my experience from both the the exposure of it and then also the back end, kind of get the fun story aspect of the behind the scenes almost. And I think that's what I want this podcast to be. Stories that I could help share with others and eventually maybe have people come on the show and tell their stories and the behind the scenes of how they did this or how they got this project or how they kind of dealt with this or um, kind of expanded their career or their creative process through whatever experiences they may have. This part of the podcast, I kind of left blank the exit. Uh, I wanted it to, I didn't know how to end it. I honestly didn't. Uh, I did want it to be a conversation. I wanted it to be pretty open-ended, um, but I did open it up to Q&A on Twitter this week and I got some really good questions. So if I didn't answer these already through the actual podcast, um, I'm going to kind of shoot through them really quickly and kind of go through a kind of a, a question and answer format that kind of gives you maybe a little bit more context to the story itself. So question number one was, why do you think your photo won? Uh, I think it won because it was technically it was a interesting photo to look at. And knowing the way this campaign has played out over the last five or six years, I knew what kind of photos Apple is attracted to. And I knew what kind of photos would kind of grab the attention of people on, say, a billboard where they usually do this or on the back of a uh, magazine or in store. And I think I kind of hand selected photos that I thought would fit that campaign. Question number two did you take the shot with the contest in mind? No, none of these photos were taken with the contest in mind. The photos were all already posted on Instagram or they were um, already shared on my Twitter page or they were already inside my camera roll edited and final. Um, so I just kind of picked photos that I thought were best for the campaign and sent them off to you know, enter the contest. All right, so question number three is how did you get that shot, handheld or tripod? Uh, the photo was actually handheld. Uh, most of those photos are, I think I only took four or five photos in total when I did that. Um, there were two pieces of graffiti on the back wall by my office that I mentioned before. And it's kind of a, a game of like catching focus enough that you can get just the raindrops and not the actual window itself um, or the background itself. And so this was a handheld shot and kind of a tip for doing something like this or getting something small or macro or something small like this is just taking your phone and going super close to any object that has really good contrast and tapping to focus the camera and then tap to hold and lock the focus um, and then move your camera over to the window itself or whatever subject you want to do. And then since the focus is locked already, you can kind of zoom out or zoom back in and kind of play with whether you want the photo, like where you want the focus to actually be. And question number four, how many shots did you take before you got that right one? Uh, it was honestly, it was just probably four or five photos total. I took 
one of the graffiti to the left, which was like a more greenish yellowish. And then I drove a little bit further, which was like 10 feet. And I took the actual photo that won maybe th two or three times maybe. And then I kind of selected on which one I liked the composition of, which one had the most raindrops that filled the frame and kind of didn't get distracted by anything else. Um, but yeah, it wasn't, it was a super easy kind of, that's usually how a lot of my photos go, especially on mobile. It's if I see a scene or I see something while I'm on my commute, I may pull the car over really quick, jump out, snap a few photos, and then kind of reposition, go into a different direction, kind of snap a few more photos. And then I probably won't even look at those again until later that night when I'm laying in bed and kind of edit through a few favorites and have it ready to post in the morning. And the last question comes from my internet friend, Patrick. How hard was it to change the EXIF data from Google Pixel to iPhone? Uh, that was really easy. I just go into the back end of the photo that I took with my Google Pixel and I change it to shot on iPhone and then I send it to Apple. Um, it was actually shot on the Google Pixel, um, not the iPhone, but it still won the iPhone campaign. That's a complete joke. I did not change the EXIF data to say that I shot it with an iPhone 10s, uh, which I got probably late last year and it's been a great phone. Uh, the fun thing is with a lot of these, uh, I've actually still sold photos I've shot on my iPhone 5S from how long ago was the iPhone 5S around? It really does not matter what camera you use. As long as you're shooting it with a few things in mind that I always look for, um, that's light, subject matter, and composition. Those three things I always look for in a photo if I can get at least one of those, it's a good photo. If I can get two or all three of those things, it can really build to a really great photo. All right, I think that's it. Uh, I just wanna thank everybody who came along to the very first episode of Just Outside the Artboard. And I hope to publish an episode weekly, maybe eventually invite guests to tell their stories and help push this community forward a little bit in a more meaningful way, kind of tell the behind the scenes. So thank you guys. Be sure to follow along on Instagram and Twitter. I'll talk to you guys in the next one.